Perspective for Today is your Christ-centered resource for life's daily struggles. This podcast aims to build up, edify, and encourage you through biblical truth. I'm your host, Tony Perillo, and it is my pleasure to share God's will for you and for me. So settle in and let's see what God has in store for us today. Further insight is available at PerspectiveForToday.com. Hi, and thank you if you're still listening to this podcast. I started out with great intentions of having this be a weekly ministry, but other things have taken me away from that commitment. I have not made this podcast my first priority. Today, I'm going to try to renew that commitment once again and give this podcast the attention that it deserves. I know there are many other Christian podcasts that are faithful to deliver content on a regular basis to their listeners. So if you have moved away from this podcast, I understand. But even if I only have one listener, I will continue to share God's word with those that need to hear it. Please pray that God will move me to not only be more faithful to this podcast, but be more faithful to the one who led me to do it in the first place. In my own strength, this podcast will cease to exist. But I know and truly believe I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. So let's just pick up where we left off in Romans with verse 14. I myself am satisfied about you, my brothers, that you yourselves are full of goodness, filled with all knowledge and able to instruct one another. Paul is speaking to the Christians of Rome. He states that they are full of goodness. Although he has never met them, their reputation precedes them. So what is Paul implying by their goodness? As Paul refers to them as brothers in Christ, we can be assured that they have godly virtues, they tend to do the right thing, and that they have a generous and kind spirit about them. We know that Paul tells it like it is. It is because of God's grace that was bestowed upon Paul as an apostle that he can admonish and praise others in the faith. If they were not full of goodness, Paul would surely let them know. So how about us? When others look at us, do they see someone who is full of goodness? Does our reputation reflect our life in Christ, or do others see a life centered on worldly values? You can't be filled with goodness if you are pursuing personal gain and looking to the things of this world to satisfy the desires of your heart. Paul continues on in verse 14 and states that they are filled with all knowledge and able to instruct one another. Being filled with goodness starts with being filled with knowledge. More specifically, the knowledge that is contained in the scriptures. Worldly knowledge feeds the intellect, and biblical knowledge feeds the soul. If you are not feeding on God's word each and every day, then you will start to desire things that are not of God. If we are feeding on God's word, we should desire to teach others the lessons we have learned. It should bring us great joy to share God's word. 2 Peter 1, 5-7 says this, For this very reason... Make every effort to add to your faith goodness, and to goodness knowledge, and to knowledge self-control, and to self-control perseverance, and to perseverance godliness, and to godliness mutual affection, and to mutual affection love. When we have knowledge, we are made aware of our shortcomings. So we should strive for self-control and should persevere in the effort. The reward for our perseverance is godliness. We start to reflect Christ in our lives. As we experience the love of Christ, we can't help but be caring for the needs of others. 
With that desire to help comes an outpouring of love for our fellow man. Romans 15, 15 through 16. But on some points I have written to you very boldly by way of reminder, because of the grace given me by God, to be a minister of Christ Jesus to the Gentiles in the priestly service of the gospel of God, so that the offering of the Gentiles may be acceptable, sanctified by the Holy Spirit. As we said earlier, it is by God's grace that Paul, an apostle, can speak boldly to remind those in the faith to be mindful of what they have learned. Paul refers to himself as a minister of Christ to the Gentiles. He makes reference to the priestly service he performs in the sharing of the gospel to them. Paul's priestly service does not imply that he is a priest, but rather that he is providing the same service that a priest would provide. In this example, Paul is offering the sacrifice, which is the Gentiles, and through the Holy Spirit, the Gentiles are made an acceptable sacrifice. Our pastors need to speak boldly to their congregations and remind them continually about their faith and their walk with God. So many spiritual leaders have not been so bold to proclaim the truth, but rather have catered to their congregation and told them what they want to hear. Some pastors just want to fill the pews no matter what the cost to the spiritual lives of their flock. We need to be reminded that we are set apart. The Bible is not like any other book. We don't just read it once and set it aside. It's not like a good novel that has a cast of characters involved in their own little plot. The Bible, our gospel, makes us as Christians part of the plot. The Bible is an active document. It is not just a book to be read for entertainment, but rather it is a book that leads us and guides us as the plots of our own lives unfold. 2 Timothy 2.15 Do your best to present yourself to God as one approved, a worker who has no need to be ashamed, rightly handling the word of truth. If we are taking his word and applying it to our daily lives and not manipulating it for our own gain, then we need not be ashamed. We can be assured that God will approve of our work for the kingdom. Romans 15:17. In Christ Jesus, then, I have reason to be proud of my work for God. Paul is not boasting of himself in this verse, but rather he is proud of what Christ has done through him for the glory of God, specifically his role in leading the Gentiles to Christ and the fruit that they are bearing as a result of the Holy Spirit dwelling in them. Romans 15:18 For I will not venture to speak of anything except what Christ has accomplished through me to bring the Gentiles to obedience by word and deed. Paul realizes that to speak of anything other than Christ and what he has done through him will diminish his ministry. Paul has made it clear throughout Romans that belief in Christ is an act of obedience to God. Paul says that Christ accomplished this by word and deed through him. Paul can confidently say that his walk matched his talk. Can we say the same? Do we just share the gospel or do we live the gospel through the power of Christ? Romans 15:19. By the power of signs and wonders, by the power of the Spirit of God, so that from Jerusalem and all the way around to Illyricum, I have fulfilled the ministry of the gospel of Christ. Again, Paul is emphasizing that it is through the power of the Holy Spirit and not his own that the gospel of Christ has been fulfilled from Jerusalem to Illyricum, which is also known as Dalmatia. Many signs and wonders were made known to the Gentiles that persuaded them that these deeds were of the supernatural 
and not of man. Romans 15.20 And thus I make it my ambition to preach the gospel, not where Christ has already been named, lest I build on someone else's foundation. There is nothing wrong with preaching the gospel where it has already been preached. But Paul was on a mission to preach the gospel to areas that had not yet heard of Jesus Christ. God had chosen Paul to break new ground and bring the truth of God's amazing grace to the unreached. Paul was the trailblazer of his time. Verse 21, But as it is written, those who have never been told of him will see, and those who have never heard will understand. Paul is quoting directly from Isaiah 52:15, which prophesied that the Gentiles who had never received the gospel message would not only see and hear it, but would understand it. The Gentiles were truly of God. It is the only way that this gospel message could be understood by them. John 8:47, He who is of God hears God's words. Therefore you do not hear, because you are not of God. If you have picked up your Bible lately, and it feels like a foreign language, then maybe you need to reflect on whatever it is that has come between you and the Lord. Confess it, repent of it, and renew that relationship with your Lord and Savior. Draw near to Him, and He will surely draw near to you. I'd like to thank you for listening today. As always, may you have a week full of opportunities to share this good news with those that need to hear it. Let's just go to the Lord in prayer. Heavenly Father, may all that we do bring honor and glory to your name. Let us be ambassadors for Jesus. May all that we do be a reflection of Christ, both in word and deed. Let us rightly handle the word of truth. Father, we pray for the leading of the Holy Spirit that he will make all things clear, so that your word may be alive in our hearts. Lord, we just pray that we may never be ashamed to share this gospel message. Let us be bold in the effort. For it is in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. You've been listening to Perspective for Today, your source for positive and uplifting messages. Just remember, God has a plan and you're a part of it. For more positive and insightful articles, please visit our website at perspectivefortoday.com. Just remember, when you're at a loss, look to the cross. Have a blessed day every day, and we hope to see you soon.